Hey there. Welcome to the Frasier Podcast. We miss Marty podcast here on the Ohio Network. I'm Chris Pugh, as always, for Frasier and Seinfeld. We got Laura Kessel with us. Laura, how are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. It's been a fun week. Uh, Laura and I are journalists. That's why we talk about journalism some. We had election week, and you know, you might be sitting there going, well, this is the general election for an off you know, governor or president year, who cares? Well, it still turned out to be a really busy night. Uh, lots of web hits. So thank you there in Ohio for supporting journalism and please continue to support journalism. If you're with one of our papers in Columbus, Cincinnati, Canton, Akron Alliance, or if you're in another part of the state with a different newspaper, support local journalism. It means a lot. All right. But Hey, we're here to talk Frazier. Uh, we're up to season one, episode 19. Uh, give him the chair. Um, it was kind of an interesting um, thought process. Um, we were talking about this beforehand, and you were saying, hey, look, Frazier really didn't do anything wrong. Frazier wasn't, like, throwing the chair. Um, and let's preface this. Marty had the chair. Obviously, if you watch any number of shows, it's an ugly chair. It means a lot to Marty. Uh, Frazier and Niles hate it. Um, so Frazier tries to get a new chair, he puts the old chair in his storage, and this is where we start out. So, as you said, hey, Frazier's kind of blameless in this so far, I guess, right? I mean, when you look at it, he did, he did, I mean, the only thing he did wrong was not talking to Marty about it ahead of time. Right. But, um, he told the lackey or whatever the guy, whatever the guy called himself, um, to take it to to his storage facility in the basement. The guy didn't, so somebody stole the chair, and right. you know, um, so I mean, as soon as and then you know there was the big argument sort of between Marty and Fraser, and as soon as Fraser learned the true value of the chair, which was history for him, you know, historic things that you know throughout his relationship with his with his wife and his marriage and children and grandchildren. Um, <laughs> he uh, he stopped at nothing to try to get it back. Yeah, almost literally. You know, he uh, he took he even joined he even joined a high school play cast. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about that because I found that very <laughs> very odd. Yeah. Yes, you wouldn't be able to do that today. Yes, that's another, that's another old time Frasier thing. And I'll be honest, I'm not sure if, even if you do it in the 90s. I mean, it was like, oh, that's true. Kind of, yeah. This is kind of wild. Yeah. Well, he just walks in the school and just decides, you know, he, he even goes up on stage and tries to steal the chair. Yes. Well, let's talk. We had a pre podcast podcast, I guess. That's, that's a nice way of saying it, other than, hey, my audio wasn't working too well. Uh, but let's. You raised a question. I want to tell a story real quick. I want to ask you the same thing. Uh, you're asking me um, what you have that you don't want to give up. It's gross or maybe it looks bad. And I was showing you, and again, we're audio, so I'll explain what I'm showing. This ball of A1 steak sauce uh, had speech debate the coach meant a lot to me, uh, helped open me up a little bit. I was very shy. I guess I'm still shy now, but I was even more shy in high school. So our kind of, as a senior are the last play. It's kind of like your last football game if you're in high school football or whatever. It's kind of emotional. And she gave out this, and she said, hey, everybody, 
you're better than A1 steak sauce. And that made us all laugh. She put a sign on here that got ripped off. Because, heck, I'm getting old. It's been about 30 years since I graduated high school. Uh, but so the wild thing about it is I have this bottle of A1 steak sauce, which is now at least 28 years old, right? Yeah, yeah, 28 years old. So I don't want to open it because it'll probably poison the room yeah. and everything. My wife hates it. I, I mean, she's going to want to do a Fraser and, you know, throw it out or put in a storage space or whatever. But it's still there. So, that, yeah, that's kind of my prized possession, I guess. Uh, Laura, how about you? Anything gross that you have? or I don't know about gross, but um, I do have – it's something silly, but um, I, I was – while you were talking, I was doing a screenshot of it from online so you can see I have, see this doll? Oh, yes. It's, a it's not mine. Mm -hmm. This is not mine. This is just one that was that's for sale on the internet, actually, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Um, my mom bought me that Snoopy doll when I was little. I was probably, I don't even think, I, I, I was younger than 10, I'll say. And um, I used to uh, sleep with it. I would hold okay. it in my hand like this while I slept. You know, okay, and uh, like my arm, my fingers would be like, a, like, you know, around the doll's body like that. You know, okay. And somehow he he ended up with one of his ears got pushed over to the wrong side. <laughs> okay, but I still have him. He went to he went to college with me. He he's lived in every apartment that I had. He lived in the house here. He lived in Canton when I was living there. And mm -hmm. he's back here, you know. So he goes everywhere that I go. <laughs> so it's just, you know, it's just something, you know, something from my childhood growing up, you know, that makes me feel comfortable having him there, you know. And let's kind of jump to the end and jump right back real quick. Um, you mentioned this last week when we were um, previewing the show. Uh, a noble line from this episode was, you know, at the end, they were arguing and Fraser said, like, okay, what's what, what's up with this chair? Why do you want it? And uh, Marty gave a really nice, probably a minute-long speech saying, look, you, you know, I watch these notable news events like the space lightning. And, um, yep. you know, when you called to say, hey, you know, you've got a grandkid. And, you, you know, obviously for a, a parent becoming a grandparent, it's a notable thing. That chair meant a lot to me. So even though maybe Marty would admit that chair is kind of ugly, you know, you've got memories attached to it. Um, my mom recently um, moved to a assisted uh, living facility, and mm -hmm. her living space is probably 50 times smaller than it was before. Mm -hmm. And, oh, angered me half to death because she wouldn't want to get rid of everything or anything. And there was a bunch of crap she had, but each of that, what I would call crap, meant a lot to her because you know my dad's not around anymore and every stuff like that so mm -hmm. i i definitely understand what marty's going through uh maybe the villain or like the least valuable player in this episode is the lucky the <laughs> worker that yeah. where, did, where did he put it uh in, <laughs> it must have been outside he must have okay. been outside while he was he must have taken it outside intending to put it someplace you know uh and because they I've, found it, you know, they found it on the street and took it. Yeah, know, the people in the at the school, um, and it was like the star of the. It was the star of the play. <laughs> yes, that took it. And you know, hey, if something's sitting out, I mean, yeah, 
And again, we're at a different time of COVID where I'm wouldn't be as yeah willing to pick up stuff. From there. <laughs> yeah, but I remember even a couple of years ago that was the thing. I mean, you know, hey, if you yeah. don't want something, you know, stick in your front. You maybe put a free sign on it, or don't even put a sign on it. It's yeah. gone. Yeah. And where we live in Columbus, I mean, you can arrange for people to pick up bulk trash too if it's trash. So yeah, yeah kind of kind of a crazy time. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the, the school play. I thought that was interesting. Laura, I don't know if you were in a play during high school or no. college. I, I didn't play a lot during high school, and we were kind of uh, disorganized is the right term. It was very – we enjoyed the slapstick. Like some high school plays was like, okay, we're going to do these monster classic plays. Our prof- – our teacher or drama coach, or whatever you want to call her, she was very good. She was very uh, at what she did, but she intended to try to do more stuff, have more people involved. So even if you stunk in acting, you could be the extra or in the back or wherever the case might be. Uh, I kind of got that feeling from the play that Fraser went, where they found the, the chair and everything. Uh, it just sounded like, you know, the teacher was a little overwhelmed. I think she was good at what she did, but she had all kinds of stuff going in. Now, you mentioned this earlier. She's she, hardcore, that oh, lady. Yeah. yeah. I loved the fact that she ripped into Frazier when he was reacting to something. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. He was, like, overreacting. And she's like, what? you see that? And, like, she's almost crying. She's like, do you see that? No, that yeah. is exactly what I don't want you to do. Yeah. Um, and she's great though. my she's favorite though my favorite I actually wrote down kids over overact teacher is amazing yes. <laughs> because yes. I love when she says uh, one more situation or something I forget the word one more situation I'm going to blow my head off <laughs> yes <laughs> I mean everything was going wrong and so in but she you know she had a nice bribe at her hands with Fraser needing the chair. So he got, he was in the play. He was in the play. <laughs> I am shocked. And, and you're right with COVID. You're not going to allow, allow an adult to come at the end. But even during my play era, which was, I think, like 91, 92, 93, I can't think of. Asking, even asking an adult, even if it was a situation like Frazier came in, the play inadvertently took his father's chair. I, I mean, you, you might just say, okay, sit here, watch the play afterwards. We'll give you the chair. You can go. But to say, hey, you're in the play. You got the lead. Uh, that, that was kind of um, fun. You know, sure. Keep in mind who you're dealing with there, too. I mean, he yeah. boasted about the fact that he had done the play. When he was in school, so he knew the he knew the lines. So I mean, what better opportunity do you find for yourself than you know having somebody ready to go? You know, I mean, she was able to keep she was able to keep him and keep him in line because of yeah. the you know, especially and when she made the threat on the chair when she pulled the duct tape off. <laughs> and, and the lead got sick, right? Is that why? Yeah, he. Uh, the kid, I think it was the kid who was playing the role that Frazier played when he was in wherever college. But, but you gotta yeah. think of he went to the nurse and was he had the flu, they said. 
Well, you, you got to think about this. I mean, I know, again, we're talking about a different era, but in the 90s, I guess people just went to school, even if they were sick, you know. Oh, well, it's fine. But my goodness, I mean, I don't think we had any understudies. And again, it was a high school play. Not It would have been the end of the world if the lead couldn't show up or something. But still, man, what – you have to have understudies. I mean, I'm kind of stunned. If we had my high school drama teacher, but like, why don't you have an understudy for these roles or anything? Because mm-hmm. stuff happens. People get sick. I'm sure in the COVID era, in fears that maybe one of the kids have COVID, you know, there's probably a lot of understudies now. So, yeah, very strange role. Well, I think back in your back in the day of like high school stuff. It was probably um, everybody was an understudy for somebody else. You know what I mean? There were yeah, yeah. You know, a person who was in, like the sister of the main character would be like the understudy for the main character. You know, there was nothing that was specified. So I guess what I'm thinking is like we studied that play enough where we probably would know some of the lines. But the thing that would scare me is nobody else had ever done that before. Like if the main guy went out and like they said, like I was a supporting role in the, my senior play. If they said, Chris, you go do it. I don't think I would know the lines off the top of my head. I could bluff my way through it, but yeah, it, it's interesting. It brought back some memories of my high school play and, you know, Frazier did a good job. He, he got the flowers and he was happy. He got the chair back and Marty and was had, happy. And he had the fake nose. Yes. Oh, fake <laughs> Mustache, sorry. Not yes. Nose. It might have been a fake nose. I don't know. It would have been funnier if he had a fake nose and mustache or something. It may have been a fake nose, but the mustache was very pronounced. You could tell, you, know, you could see the mustache a little bit more there. Yeah. What else struck you from the episode? Uh, I, I, liked, I liked the whole thing just with the interaction, like we talked about before, where Marty said why that chair was important. Yeah. I think there's a lot of, for the rest of the series, there's a lot of, hey, get rid of a chair and everything. But I think Fraser lost his anger, maybe as much. Where I'm sure if Marty said, "Hey, the chair's gone," Fraser would be happy to have it gone. But I think that helped Fraser at least understand why it was a good thing. Yeah, I think what set him off in this episode was that he had gone out to buy more duct tape. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I don't know. I mean, luckily Marty bought like back then they probably only still had the normal kind of like grayish colored duct tape. Like now you go and you can get like 40 different kinds of duct tape, um, all the different colors and different designs. And um, like here, we, Will and I, my husband and I went to an Indians game a couple, a few years ago and it was duct tape night. And oh. they gave out Indians duct tape. Oh, so you can put Indians duct tape in the chair. <laughs> yeah. So it was like Indians with like the little Chief Wahoo. So in our house, which is undergoing a lot of fixes right now, there's stuff that's hung up, like blocking with Indians duct tape. <laughs> One of the things I'm thinking, and man, if my wife is here right now, we could have had her down, had the intervention at the end of the podcast. I might... <laughs> Like the chair that I'm sitting on, I can like. It's not Marty bad, but it, it's put together. Maybe, maybe I'll suggest a, a trade of a chair. You know, put the crappy chair down here. I could sell that as yeah. I work and everything. I don't know. Very interesting. Well, 
But I, the other thing that I liked in this episode real quick was uh, the Niles and Daphne necklace situation at the beginning of the episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where, I mean, that was just pure comedy. Um, the best part to me was when Niles threw the threw the necklace at her when she asked if she could see it. He like tossed it to her yeah. over his shoulder, and then he gets it got. And I honestly don't know how. I, I it had to have been on purpose. I was trying to figure it out in multiple viewings that it just he was trying to fasten it in the back, and she moved, and it fell down her shirt. Yes, Frazier with the best line in the show. Um, after Niles said, <laughs> I needed some place to hide it. And, and, Fraser yes. said, and Fraser said, well, um, Maris will never look there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I, I love that. I thought we, that was we made fun of like Daphne, like how don't you know that? Yeah. You know, but you know, I think for as ridiculous as it got, it, it stayed believable. Yeah. For the most part. So maybe bravo to the writers for taking a ridiculous concept and making it where, yeah, we always question it, but it wasn't questioned to the point of, man, this stinks. We got to watch a different show. So, all right. Well, let's do a quick plug. Um, we got our, our friend Craig, who is, is I think he's about ready to, we're going to taper our Seinfeld show. So let's close up our Frasier part. Um, what, what we got next week, Laura? Um, it is... Oh, 40 something. One of the more annoying ones, yes. in my opinion, um, where Frazier meets the girl uh, uh, store clerk selling him pants and, you know, debates whether or not he wants to date this young girl. So it's kind of annoying, in my I, opinion. <laughs> I liked her character. I, 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 she looked familiar. I'm not sure where else she played on, but she looked familiar. I enjoy her as an actress. Mm -hmm. I guess it's a non-weird way of saying it. Uh, it was a weird role for her. I'll put it that way. So, yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back uh, next week to talk about 40-something as Frazier kind of gets a feeling for his age. I mean, yeah, I, I can imagine that. If yeah, I'm thankfully not <laughs> considering or pursuing dating right now, but <laughs> I, I, I'm sure it would be weird if I would go after a 20-year-old. So. I think your yeah. wife would be very happy to hear that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. You could do some selective editing. I could probably out of a marriage pretty soon. So <laughs> understand the context of why I said that. Jeez, I'm in trouble now. One <laughs> one show down already, one weird thing I said about, about marriage. <laughs> okay, sorry. All right. Well, thanks for checking out the We Miss Marty podcast. All kinds of ways you can check out the show. Um, for a lot of podcast providers, also check out on the website. Uh, lots of content. Um, I want to publicly thank um, Kelly, a managing editor from uh, Dispatch. You'll see some content from New Highland on the Columbus Dispatch website, which is very cool. So, um, just lots of places to check us out. Share us with your friends. Check out our sponsors. It's a nice way of giving us a kickback. Uh, I'm hoping by next week we can debut our new sponsor, the Cash App where you can directly pay us during the episode. Uh, I'm excited to share more once we get that figured out by next week. For Laura, this is Chris. Thanks for checking out the We Miss Mario podcast. We'll see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>